Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Amen. Come on, give the Lord one more praise. Amen. Hallelujah. You can go ahead and grab your seats today. Come on, the question today is, is water baptism important? Well, as we've seen our skit here, or this, this clip on the movie, Tanacho, it was important. It was so important that he took matters into his own hands to make sure that his friend was baptized. Why? As he came out, he says, I'm concerned for your soul. I'm concerned about your salvation. Well, today... I am concerned about your salvation. And today, my question to you is, have you been baptized? Have you been baptized? How about you? You been baptized? See, Nacho was concerned about his friend, and he was wondering, uh, you know what, have you been baptized, amen? He was concerned about his soul. Uh, he's, he's going into a, a match, amen? He says, I don't know what the outcome is going to be, but I know that the one that can help us through it, and I just want to make sure that you're empowered by baptism, amen? And so he came out, and he was a concern, amen? And so I'm concerned for your soul as well. And the question is, have you been baptized, Amen? Today I want to minister a message I entitled, Have You Decided? Have You Decided? How many know that we can't force people to get baptized? Come on, I can't go around with this bow and just automatically just start going, Wah! You guys, amen. There, there's no way that I can do that, amen, or it would not do any good, amen. Come on, we can't sneak behind people, amen. We cannot baptize them without knowing, amen. They have to make a decision, listen, on their own. There are some people that have made a decision today. Come on, somebody, to get baptized. Amen. There are people that made a decision for themselves. They have to make the decisions on their own. But before we get baptized, you should know why. Can somebody say amen? And why water baptism? So let's take a deep, deeper look at baptism today. Amen. Are you ready? Number one, amen. I believe that water baptism is important as far as being a believer or being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Matthew chapter 28, 19, Jesus said these words. He says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mark chapter 16, 15 says this, And he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is, and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Come on. The act of water baptism, church, of being immersed in water was a response after receiving salvation. 
Come on, a, a few years ago, and I don't know if you remember that. Come on, I, we did water baptisms. People got saved that day and got baptized that day. Come on, come on. Uh, people were just saying uh, they got in with their clothes. They didn't even come ready to get baptized, but they got saved that day and got baptized. Amen. Even people, uh, come on, made decisions. Uh, they didn't come ready. They they learned here. He goes, man, uh, they got a deeper understanding what baptism was. and says, I want to get baptized. Come on, you had that picture of... That uh, brother, right here, watch. Check out this brother here. He came up to me and he says, Pastor, I want to get baptized. You know, and I said, well, you, did you bring some shorts? He goes, no, I want to get baptized. I, I, I've been baptized before, but I want to be baptized by you. And I want to be baptized with this type of understanding. And so back then, people just got baptized, amen. Uh, people gave their lives to Jesus, amen. Uh, and that, that, that couple of years ago, it was just... It was awesome. And Brother Dan was the one that jumped in. Amen. God rest his soul in heaven right now. Amen. But he came up to me and he says, Pastor, I want to get baptized by you. And he just jumped in with his jeans, his shirt. Amen. And he just jumped out. Blessed. Hallelujah. Come on. Give the Lord some praise. Amen. You see, back then, people got saved, back in the Bible days, people got saved and got baptized in the same day. That's called save-saved. Hallelujah. Come on, they weren't just saved. They were save-saved. Hallelujah. They, were, they, they made sure that they were saved before they left church. Amen. And so it's an important step as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 3, 13 to 17 says this, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the, to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. But John tried to talk him out of it. He goes, I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you. And he says, why are you coming to me? But Jesus says, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. And after his baptism, Jesus came out of the water. The heavens opened up. And he saw like a spirit of, of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. So here in the book of Matthew chapter 3, we see that Jesus himself got baptized. John the Baptist, amen, baptized Jesus in order to fulfill what was required. From there on, Jesus went to establish baptism as an external ordinance for his church, calling every believer to follow his footsteps when he said, therefore, go. Somebody say go. Come on, somebody say go. Therefore, go and make disciples and baptize them. See, in our modern culture, our Christian culture today, we tend to take the word of God too lightly or God's commands too lightly. But getting baptized, listen, church, is an important part of being a believer. It's an important part of being a follower or a, a disciple of Jesus Christ. Now, let me clear something out real clear here. Water baptism alone does not save you. Come on. We know about the cross. We know about the blood, the redemption, and the grace of Jesus Christ. But water baptism should be part of every believer. Secondly, water baptism is a symbol of a changed life. Come on. Let me show you this. What, what, what is this? What does it mean? Huh? Commitment, life, what else? 
To my wife, amen, it means, girl, back up. He's taken. Come on. Come on. This, this, this is what it means, amen. You know, back it up, girl. Don't even think about it. Come on. That's, that's what it means, amen. A ring is an outward sign that that person is married, amen. Uh, don't even think about getting next to that person. Uh, that person is taken. Uh, well, water baptism symbolizes, listen, symbolizes and identifies a person as a disciple of Jesus, telling the devil, you better back up. Don't even think about it. I am taken. <laughs> Though water baptism is symbolic, there's a lot more or a lot much more to it, church. There's depth and there is power that comes through water baptism. Just like there's power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, amen? You see, when we got saved, uh, when we answered the altar call for salvation and we repented from our ways, we were spiritually baptized. Come on. At that moment, you were baptized into the body of Christ. So water baptism, listen, water baptism is an outward sign, a declaration of an inward change and commitment. In biblical symbolism, water, listen, represents inner cleansing, a spiritual rebirth. That's why we're known as what? Reborn Christians. Water baptism is like going to a funeral. Come on, somebody. We're going to have a funeral today. Hallelujah. For some, amen. It's an act of faith both to God and to this world. Seeing, you got to understand, as a person goes into the water, that person that they were gets buried there. Come on, somebody. Come on, whoever you were, whatever you struggle, whatever you have, whatever you were carrying, amen. Once you go in that water, amen, it gets buried there, symbolically speaking, amen. And for some of you guys, I'm going to have to keep you down just a little longer to make sure. So if I don't raise you up right away, God's just saying, keep her down a little bit. Keep her down. Keep him down just a little bit more. We want to make sure that this old person dies. Amen. Hallelujah. And if something happens, then God will do the rest. Amen. Hallelujah. But as you go inside the water, amen, it's a, it's a burial, it's a funeral of your old life, amen. You go in into that water, but you come out of that water as a new creation in Christ Jesus, church. Come on. So there is power. Come on, in that water. There is power in water baptism. If you've been saved for a while, church, uh, come on, uh, and never been baptized with this type of understanding that uh, I'm ministering today, uh, and you find yourself still going through the struggles, uh, come on, or having a hard time serving the Lord, amen, uh, maybe, uh, come on, it's time to get baptized or get baptized again. Maybe it's time to bury, uh, come on, that old man, that old woman once and for all, and come up. New and empowered. Come on, somebody. Romans chapter 6, verse 4 says this. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. Just as Christ was raised from the, uh, from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should all also walk in the newness of life. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12 says this, Buried with him in baptism in which you also were raised with him through faith in working of God who raised him from the dead. Church, it's time. Come on, it's time. Somebody say it's time. 
It's time to bury that old man. Come on, it's time to bury that old woman, amen. It's time to bury that old flesh, amen, and come up new. Come on, how many are looking for something new? Come on, new in your walk, new in, come on, new in something in Christ, amen. The question is, have you decided? Have you made a decision? See, coming to church is one thing, but there's a decision to be made if you're going to follow Christ. Come on, there has to be a commitment, just like I was talking about this wedding ring. There's a commitment. There's something that I belong to. Come on, when we make a commitment to Christ, it's a decision. Say, God, I belong to you. No longer of the world, amen. No longer doing that. I don't want to do what I used to do, or I don't have right to do what I used to do. God, I want to follow you. I belong to you. I commit my life to you. There's a commitment that's involved, amen. For some of us, this is something new. The question is, have you decided? See, until you make a decision in Christ, church, that's when change will come. When you make a decision in Christ, church, that's when the empowerment comes. Come on, that's when the releasing of the promises come, church, is in that decision. God, I made a decision to follow you. Third, water baptism is also, also an act of obedience. Being baptized is a command from God. It's not optional, church. In fact, Jesus said in Mark 16, 16 that I read, He that believeth and is, and is baptized shall be saved. I want you to think about this for a moment. That Jesus' call to believe in Him includes a call to be baptized. You see, if Jesus is saying it, and Nacho is saying it, hallelujah, we must see it as an important part in our Christian walk, church. In the Bible, listen, if you read the Bible, you don't read of unbaptized Christians. In fact, like I said before, once they believed, got saved, they got baptized all in the same day. There was no delay. There was no thinking about it. There was a question, are you in? Are you saved? Amen. Well, let's get saved. Let's do this. Let's get baptized. It's called save saved. They got saved. There was, there was a commitment right there from the start. Church, do you believe? Come on, we got believers in the house today. Have you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? And then if you have, then get baptized. Get baptized. Let's look at some of those that got saved in the book of Acts. When Peter preached his first sermon on the day of Pentecost, look at the first things that he said and how they responded. In Acts chapter 238, it says this, Then Peter said to them, Repent, every one of you, and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Verse 41 says, They gladly received the word, and they were what? Baptized. They were baptized, amen. They received the word of God, amen. They received, they accepted, they believed, amen. They repented of their ways. The Holy Spirit came upon them, and they were baptized. In the book of Acts, chapter 8, verse 26 and 40, it says, it talks about Philip leading the Ethiopian to Christ, amen. And after much discussion, amen, of reading from the prophet Isaiah, Philip bringing an understanding of Jesus to him, the Ethiopian asked him, what stops me? from being baptized. 
So he says, well, well, if you believe with all your heart, you can. He goes, well, I believe. And so they came to a body of water, and he baptized them. On the road to Damascus, amen, after Paul, or Damascus, amen, after Paul, Paul's conversion, amen, the first thing the apostle Paul was told to do was to be baptized. In Acts chapter 22, 16, it says this, and now what, what are you waiting for? Get up, be baptized, wash away your sins, calling on his name. See, throughout the New Testament, there were many others. Back then, they didn't see their faith complete, listen, until they obeyed God by being baptized. James chapter 2, 26 says, faith without works is dead. See, living a living faith, church, produces an obedient heart. And water baptism is an act of obedience. And though water baptism is symbolic, but when we act in it in obedience, somebody say obedience, in obedience and we get baptized, I believe that it releases power to live a life of obedience. That's why I said earlier, if you're having trouble uh, uh, serving God or having trouble struggles over things, uh, maybe there are things that you did not baptize. You didn't get baptized. You didn't bury that old man. You didn't bury that old woman. Amen. And when you come in obedience and you get baptized, it releases power so that you can obey. Come on. How many want to obey in this place? Come on, I, I want to obey, I want to follow Christ, amen. So something supernatural takes place, guys. It's a public declaration uh, that you're making to God, to your family, to friends, to the devil, and to yourself. That's what you're doing here. Those who are getting baptized, you're making a declaration uh, to your family. That's why some of you invited some family in this place. Come on, you're saying, come on, come on, I want you to witness something, God. There's, there's, I'm making a declaration of who I was. I'm making a declaration in my faith, in my belief, that God, that I'm tired. You're not going to see that woman no more. You're not going to see that man no more. I'm making a declaration. I'm inviting you to see me get baptized, but to a funeral of an old person, amen, and coming up new in Christ, amen, empowered. And now he empowers you to live that life of obedience. Can somebody say amen? When you go in that water, church, let me tell you, it gets a little more real going into that water. It takes you from the altar of repentance to your public declaration that I have truly decided to follow Jesus. And with that, when you do it in that manner, I believe that his power, the Holy Ghost power, is released in you and through you and the Lord is pleased. Just like on that day when Jesus came out of that water and, and, and it says the Lord was pleased, he's going to be pleased with you. There's going, to be, he's going to, there's going to be a smile from heaven because he's going to be pleased in your act of obedience. The question is, have you decided? Lastly, water baptism is a burial and a resurrection. That's your declaration, church. That is your declaration right here. A bearing and coming up. Come on, in Romans chapter 6, verse 5 and 7, it says this. For we have been united together in the likeness of his death. Certainly we shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that the old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, 
that we will no longer be slaves of sin, for he who has died has been freed from sin. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. If you are struggling with the guilt of your past, if you are struggling over the old man and that old woman that rises up, maybe it's because you have not given that person a proper barrier, burial. Come on. You thought it was dead. You thought just coming to Christ was going to change you. You thought, man, if I can just get saved, amen, I can just walk out here empowered. I can, you know, I'll never struggle again. I'll never go through any kind of troubles or storms or battles. Come on, church. Come on. You thought that you had to, you whooped that old man, that you're no longer going to do that sin no more. No longer doing that, amen. But it's just like Michael Myers, amen, of Halloween or Jason, Friday the 13th. They thought they were dead. And all of a sudden, what happens? You thought you were dead, and all of a sudden, here it goes. I can tell you right now, church, some Christians have a Michael Miles spirit inside of them that they just don't die to that old flesh. Come on, give that old man, that old woman, a proper burial. Come on, just say, I'm done. Come on, are you done? Come on, you got, you got to make up your mind. I'm done. I don't want to struggle. Who wants, who wants to struggle in this place? Come on. Now you, come on, we got to have faith and believe in God, but we, there's certain things that we got to do. There are certain things that we got to take, steps that we need to do in order to be victorious in Christ. If we're going to declare victory uh, in 2020, church, uh, then we got to make a declaration, and you're going to have to choose uh, that I choose Jesus. Uh, I'm going to live for him, amen. And when you make that decision, church, uh, then something inside of you happens, amen. There's a power that is released in you and through you, church, uh, to live a life of obedience. You wake up saying, I don't want to do that anymore. Why? Because I'm married. I belong to somebody. I'm not of my own. I cannot do what I want. Amen. I made a commitment that for better, for worse, whatever I'm going through, God, I'm not going to quit on you. Because he never quits on you. Something happens, church. When you make that kind of commitment, even in your marriage, church, there's a dynamic power that's released in married couples. Come on, that you're believing in your spouse. You're, you're trusting in this, and you're going to fight it through. It's what we do in our walk with Christ. We're fighting it through. Come on, we're not just here for the benefits. Come on, somebody. Look at something. You're not here for benefits only. Come on. Come on, we want full-time benefits and be a part-time Christian. <laughs> Come on, you can't, you can't have full benefits on part-time work, church. You got to be all in. I'll tell you, you got to be all in. It's all in. You got to make a decision that this is what I want to do. This is how I want to live. Come on. This ain't nothing of brainwashing or nothing. No, I made a decision. Uh, come on. Uh, I want to follow Christ. Amen. I've, I've done the world. It's led me nowhere. Come on. I found something uh, that I believe in. Why are you mad at me if I'm a better person? Some family members get all mad because they change. Man, it's like, man, I'm changed now. I'm not stealing from you no more. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Should be happy I'm saved. Hallelujah. Come on, church. We got to make a decision. Don't let that spirit rise up again. Don't let that music start to play in your life.
that rises you up and takes you back. Come on, some of you guys need to let go of some of those old songs from the world. I can tell you right now, there's power in music. And the enemy knows that. He's a worshiper. Come on, he, he was a worshiper, church. He knows there's power. Come on, and he takes you back. You, you start listening to old, he say, come on, you start rocking back to that old stuff. Come, Don't look at me like that. You know it's true, man. Come on, I know there's, there's some jams that you like, amen. There's jams that I like, but I say, you know what? I got to turn that off, man. I'm, I'm going to start going back somewhere. I don't want to go back. You start cruising down that neighborhood that you, you, you know you, you shouldn't be there no more. You're in that backyard party again, amen? Oh, you know, you know. Come on, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to be reminded, amen, of that, man. I, I, you know what? I got a new life, amen. I, I made a choice, amen. I'm following Christ, and there's a new song in my heart, amen. There are new songs that I sing, amen, of his goodness and the things that he's done in my life, amen. And that's who I'm here to declare. Because if you give the devil a foothold, he'll take all of it. Come on, he, don't give him an inch, church. Don't give him nothing. Shut the door. Tell the neighbor, shut that door. Don't even peek. Some of you guys are peeking. Don't peek, amen. Don't even, don't go back there. Stop peeking. Just a little preview, you know. Don't do it, church. Let me tell you. You give him something, he'll get you. Don't give him nothing. Make that decision. God, I, I made a choice. You're my everything. You're my everything. Everything I have is because of you. And I look back, and this is the enemy and everything that he's stolen from me. God, I got a good life. And I got a good life with you. You go forward, church. Water baptism is a very powerful reminder of the person that you were once. Now it's dead forever. And the new person that you, ro you, you rose up in Christ, amen, the brand new creation that you are. See, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things become brand new. The Amplified Version says it like this, Therefore, if anyone, any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah he is a brand new creation, a new creation altogether, amen. A new creature altogether. The old previous moral spiritual condition has passed away, and behold, the fresh and the new has come. Church, you have absolutely, listen, absolutely nothing to lose, but everything to gain by following Christ in the water through baptism. Ultimately, it goes back to the statement Jesus made Come on in John 14, 15, if you love me, anybody love Jesus? If you love me, keep my commands. As I close today, water baptism is simple, but profound act of obedience that you will carry with you for the rest of your life. If you are not taking the steps in your Christian faith, or recommitted your life to the Lord, or never been baptized with this type of understanding, I strongly encourage you to make a decision and follow Christ by being baptized. And as we celebrate with you of bearing that old woman, that old man, and coming up as a new creation in Christ Jesus, of course, we cannot take baptism without first embracing what it represents. And that means a living relationship with Jesus Christ.
a commitment to him. Because if you don't do that and you go into that water, all water baptism is to you is getting wet. And maybe you're here today and you're not saved. Then that's where you start at, by giving your life to Jesus. By giving him your whole heart. And if you have not done that, amen, now it's time to do that. The first step, amen, before baptism is repentance. Giving your life back to Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Let's all stand up. Amen. Hallelujah.